0: I think the Cowboys just called It's the No Cap Recap No Cap Recap No Cap Recap Presented to you by Down The
1: Wire Monday, September 19th, week two of the NFL season, wrapping up the Sunday action, and oh boy, action, I don't know if that even does it justice. Welcome to the No Cap Recap, presented to you by Down the Wire. My name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. We're here to break down all the games from the week two of the NFL season, Holy shit! What a day, Dave. We yeah, know I mean, nothing about football, huh?
0: Breaking down not only the what is going on. Oh Jesus! This, sorry, bringing up YouTube and this shit was like covered up. It was all blurred out. I thought like I was about to get some explicit content. Uh, yeah, breaking down these games and also just breaking down about football with the amount of heartbreak that was going on uh, this week. Holy shit!
1: Very polarizing fans this week and we're still figuring things out obviously getting into week two there's not a lot you can base it off of but you can only go off of what you see so far and we started off with thursday night breaking it down chiefs chargers we had one of the better thursday night matchups we'll ever see not ever but Just the notion behind Thursday obviously isn't great. And a Chiefs-Charger matchup, I think, is spoiling fans on a Thursday night. These are usually made for those Browns-Jags games, those Jets-Texans matchups. Hey,
0: man, don't you besmirch what Amazon Prime is doing right now. They are are changing the game, dude.
1: Chiefs take down the Chargers 27-24. Ooh, that feels good. What are you drinking tonight?
0: an energy drink because I'm going to die. If I don't have one,
1: chiefs take down the chargers. Justin Herbert gets banged up a little bit.
0: Ribs just busted
1: breaking down this game. It was a pretty high flying game, high powered stuff. Amazon getting their first view now of the Thursday night games. I I didn't mind the watch. I thought it didn't affect me or impede my watch too much. What do you have to take away from this Chargers-Chiefs game? I mean, this was pretty much Chargers game to lose, and we saw Herbert kind of throw this one away.
0: First thing I'm going to call out is Brendan Staley, who all last year was criticized and applauded for his fourth down play. Dude was constantly going for it on uh, fourth down. And you'd think in a game of of with this high of stakes and magnitude you'd be doing the same thing he was very conservative and uh, I'm not super into that I thought looking
1: at this game there was a couple things to be pretty optimistic about if you're a Chiefs fan I thought their defense seemed to hold up pretty well George Karloftis looks like a pretty solid choice for them uh, at their number one selection Mahomes Looked human for sure. Maybe even outplayed by Justin Herbert for a majority of this game. But the end, the defense comes up big for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm still going to (laughs) be looking at this thinking Austin Eckler, man. What a day averaging 2.8 yards a carry Um, and 14 carries, 39 yards. That's your boy. 55 yards in the air. I get it. He does a lot for them. He's a big part of their offense. But I continue to tell you guys that all you fantasy lovers of Austin Eckler, I want no part of it. I I don't want any part of it. Herbert runs this offense. Mike Williams getting a big day too. 113 yards for him on the day. Gerald Everett comes in big, 71 yards, but the broken ribs. That's what we're waiting on now. We'll see how long that will affect Justin Herbert and the Chargers. We saw a couple of quarterbacks get injured over the first few weeks now here.
0: He's just the start of the week two of injuries at quarterbacks. Jesus Christ.
1: Chiefs 27, Chargers 24. Yeah. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> Next, let's get into Sunday action here, breaking it down all Sunday long, Monday night now as we're recording this, Monday morning, I guess you could say. And let's head to Pittsburgh with this first game of the week. The Patriots suffered their first loss of the season last week to Miami, which I can't wait to get into them later today. <laughs> And Pittsburgh had their first W of the season. Now, Bill Belichick leads his Patriots into Pittsburgh, into the former Heinz Field. I don't think it's Heinz Field anymore, right? We did a whole story on that uh, one time.
0: I, is it like one more year or is it just like gone, gone? Now?
1: Maybe one more year they have left on. And I'm not sure what's going on in yeah, Pittsburgh honestly,
0: right here. Yeah, honestly, it's just time for the Steelers to catch up.
1: Mac Jones. Yikes. (laughs) Mac Jones leading the victory charge here in Pittsburgh. This is the game that I kind of neglected today. I didn't get much action in on this one. Steelers, though, Mitch Trubisky still at the helm for them. The offense, when looking over the replays of the game and analyzing it from the stat box, it's pretty flat. Pretty flat still. Mitch Trubisky does not add a lot of dynamic to the offense. Uh, The defense still pretty valid, pretty legit. I did catch Minka Fitzpatrick's interception because, you know, he's going to do that virtually every week. He's an absolute ball hawk on the field. Wherever the play needs to be made, Minka Fitzpatrick is sure to follow at some point today. Mitch Trubisky, though, I think his days are numbered in Pittsburgh. I think they're going to ease their way into a Kenny Pickett starting role at some point. There's nothing he does that gets you excited as a Pittsburgh fan. And why not ride the Kenny Pickett hand at some point during the season when you think he's ready? To be fair,
0: there was no chance Kenny Pickett could have saved this. uh, Peyton Manning couldn't have done anything with the way that this Patriots defense was pressuring Mitch Trubisky. He did fine, but he was just constantly in check down mode because the defense was so damn good uh, for New England. Also, huge play for New England uh, on the special teams, getting a turnover right at the end to set up Damian Harris on that uh, big uh, score to basically put them over the top. Huge day. and uh, You know where I'm starting to see a little bit of worry, though? is Najee Harris is not looking so great. Uh, finished with less than 50 yards for a third straight game dating back to last season. Mm. That's uh, problematic to you, to me at least.
1: I know. And they made more TikToks this week than points they probably scored on this team as well too. Claypool finishes four catches, 26 yards. Uh, the receiving duo though of Aguilar and Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar Jacoby Myers, They go for 205 together and a touchdown. Mac Jones kind of has a lot of fun with those two there. They combined for 15 of the 21 completions and 205 of the 252 yards. So you knew where the ball was going when Pittsburgh was throwing the ball as well. Defense looks great. New England bounce back game. Big win in Pittsburgh. Panthers in New York, the Meadowlands hosting Carolina and Baker Mayfield. And this game got off to a great start because the opening kick was fumbled by Carolina, leaving New York to have pretty solid field position to set this game up. And then they did that the exact same thing, pretty much, fumbling on the next drive, not on the kickoff, but setting up a short field again for the Giants. And they only got six points out of that. This game comes pretty close. Giants take down the Panthers 1916. And this Baker Mayfield experiment is kind of going how we thought it would now at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not surprised. He's not reliable, man.
1: I I don't think a lot of people thought Baker Mayfield was going to lose to the Giants.
0: I mean, did anyone think the Giants were going to be 2-0 and to start the season? Fair yeah, enough. They haven't done that since, what, 2016, I think?
1: This is like the first time they've had a winning record since that boat photo or whatever, right? The boat photo with Odo Beckham and whoever else on that. There's the play right there, as you can see. Bad Ooh. radio for us, but showing right there.
0: Uh, now, like, what is the timetable for Matt Rule?
1: Ooh, his days are numbered.
0: Already? He's the
1: first first coach fired this year, I think.
0: Ooh, that's kind of a hot take.
1: Look at the rest of the list. Looking at the rest of them. I don't know. Ron Rivera feels like he's kind of on that list at this point now, too. Well, he's got to
0: win this season, so...
1: I, I think Matt Rule is the first coach to get fired this year. Everyone else has, like, a new coach on that list. A lot of guys have either the guys they really want or... You know, and depending on McCarthy, I guess, what you see Pete later on in Carroll. the air. Well, he's got Gino. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, moving on now, Giants. Saquon Barkley takes a step back today as well. And Carolina seems like they are missing Sam Darnold a little bit, too. We'll see what happens when we get to it. Came down to a last-second field goal by Graham Gano. Revenge game kind of for him, too. Next, one of the biggest comebacks of the day and a weekend full of comebacks all over the place. The New York Jets taking on the Cleveland Browns and the debut or the resurgence of Brownie, the elf, coming back to Cleveland. And an absolute fumbling of the bag as well by Jacoby Brissett and Cleveland right now. Literally. We saw one hell of a comeback from Joe Flacco and the Jets. They were down 14 or 13 rather, 17 to 30 with a minute and a half left on the clock. Joe Flacco leads two touchdown drives with a with a onside kick recovery in between there. Jets got to be feeling pretty good about what's happening so far right now. And on top of that, you got to be feeling pretty nervous that Joe Flacco is better than Zach Wilson.
0: Dude, I've been saying for a while, Joe Flacco... oh uh, Sorry, uh, Zach Wilson is ass. This is no shock to me. I've never been a Zach Wilson guy. Uh, there was just something about him. Yeah, maybe it's because he's from, what, like, BYU? Where the hell was he from? I think it was BYU, yeah. Yeah, uh, that ain't a QB school, dude. I... <laughs> I would never be okay with that. I want to give some shout-out, though, to Jacoby Brissett. Dude was flawless for 99% of this game. And it really sucks that one little error like that cost him so badly.
1: Big game for Amari Cooper. He goes for over 100 yards. Nick Chubb, three touchdowns on the day. in him, only 87 yards. But Joe Flacco, man... Second straight game with over 300 yards. This one, he goes four touchdowns, no interceptions, too. Great day for the rookie, Garrett Wilson. Corey Davis gets a touchdown as well. I think they got something, a little bit of magic brewing there, maybe, in New York. Rate just the, a little uh, bit.
0: Rate that midfield logo.
1: Um, I guess I got to see it. Go ahead, rewind it a little bit. Let me see oh, if you can uh, find sh- it in the middle of the thing. Just, yeah. just find it in the middle. That's all you got to do. It's kind of small, huh?
0: Look at this bad boy. That uh, that midfield logo gets me hyped, dude. I'm I am all for that midfield. You like look. it? Hey, look at that.
1: That's pretty sick.
0: Stiff arm brownie, dude. Also, did you see the the like the gate dogs that they got now too? I did not. Yeah, they they got new player entrance like um like a, well, look at like fucking Cujo and shit. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Too bad. Uh, Too bad you couldn't celebrate with something else.
1: We move into probably upset of the week. Indianapolis goes to Jacksonville, and no, this score is not backwards. The Colts lose, get shut out in Jacksonville 24 to nothing. And. This Matt Ryan sadness tour is exactly what we expected and called right now in Indianapolis. I, I, I mean, is it,
0: though? Because I don't even think we expected him to lose this bad.
1: I Not to Jacksonville, but I did say that we were going to be very reminiscent of the sadness tour that Ben Roethlisberger was on last year, and it sure looks the same way in Indianapolis, some very... Very ugly, questionable throws coming from Matt Ryan today. I don't know what happened to the offensive line of Indy as well. I thought they were pretty well respected and known for being one of the better ones in the league. Quentin
0: Nelson, like all pro, right?
1: Every year, it seems like they lost Costanzo, and it has completely messed up the chemistry or the vibe of this Indianapolis team. Look at this throw from Matt Ryan. I mean, that was that, just terrible. Dude, that was bad. That, I told you, this is some of the worst stuff you're going to see. Like,
0: that was like preseason two a throwing right there. Without
1: Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, like two years Ooh, also, ago.
0: Also, who the fuck is this guy? Look at this ugly motherfucker. Dear God, what... Did his face get put into a putty machine? It looks
1: like Doug Peterson's family when he looks to like go... Doug. Yeah, like, exactly. Doo,
0: doo, 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 doo. The cartoon character. You know what I'm talking about? No idea. Motherfucker, Patty Mayonnaise. And oh shit. yeah,
1: yeah. I'm all over that. God, yeah,
0: that's so before your time. Uh, if
1: you- you're indie, how bad do you worry after tying with the Texans and then getting shut out by the Jaguars this year?
0: Uh, worried. worried um also like legit Christian Kirk, kind of a monster.
1: I don't know. I, I was the, If you look at this game, Trevor Lawrence is in his check down bag right now because there's not a lot of throws going past five yards. But I hey, don't care, man. Whatever it takes to win, whatever it takes to win. We move on to game of the week. I would say probably. Oh here. yeah! We were divided on this one. Miami goes to Baltimore. M&T Bank Stadium. Ah, oh, Look, we both looked really good in this game. Ah, dude, this yeah, that is
0: true. I got I got hella nervous. Thirty-five uh, to, to fourteen
1: start. at one point, I believe, in this game for Baltimore. They were up. Lamar Jackson was taken over this game in the first half. He had over, th- what did he have? Over 400 yards total, it looks like here. He had nine carries for 119 yards. Uh, that's a typical Lamar Jackson stat line to go run for the ball on top of it. But he was throwing the ball pretty well today, too. He had 318 yards on the uh, through the air. 21 to 29, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, what more... Do you want... He was the offense, the next closest running back today. Uh, 16 yards on the ground in total. uh, We also saw Kenyon Drake get a majority of the carries. He didn't do shit today. So, this is an all Lamar Jackson team. And do you have a little bit of... Apologies maybe to give to Rashad Bateman at least with the number 1 wide receiver remarks?
0: Uh only if you give an apology to Tua Tagovailoa.
1: I I don't know, man. So
0: Tua while well, he looks great today. Let me let me just give you his this shortened stat line. 469 yards and 6 touchdowns.
1: 2 picks as well.
0: Yeah, well, that's because dude is throwing. Dude is, like, heaving balls all over the place.
1: I will say right now this Miami team is, like, playing on rookie mode right now. This, This Miami team is full effect got maybe the two fastest. The fastest duo in the NFL at the receiver position right now. Maybe the best one-two combination. I know we're really early, but you remember how high I was on Jalen Waddle last year, and he still looks like he can do that this year. And Tyreek Hill showed his Tyreek Hill shit today too. Miami, they put up like 50 points in the fourth quarter. It felt like what? What was the what, what was the game box score on that? They put up 28 points in the fourth quarter. While the Ravens only put up three, it was twenty-eight to seven at half. This was Baltimore's game to lose, but Miami turned it up. A monster day from Waddle and Tyreek Kill. I think that is going to be dangerous all season long. If Tua plays like that, six touchdown passes, six. I I would have not. I did not think we'd get a six touchdown pass stat line out of Tua all year.
0: Not looking like that. But, you know, now you're starting to see, like, he, it was the coaches and the uh, the personnel that he had, man. I mean, Devontae Parker's nice. He ain't Tyree Kill. You know, Jalen Waddell is now learning under Tyree Kill, too. So, that's going to be extra fucking dangerous. And Mike Kosicki is uh, also coming in to look at like a, a mini monster.
1: He had a really athletic, crazy catch today and shout out to River Craycraft
0: just for the name.
1: Moving on to moving on to Bayou country. We are in new Orleans, Buccaneers saints. And we saw a typical Jameis Winston football game today. While he looks great one week, Mr. Inconsistency comes back the next
0: week. Hold up. Like, let's give Jameis a little bit of sympathy. Did you see the report? He's got four fractured bones in his back. Mm -hmm. So then why are you playing? Why the fuck are you playing, dude? Football ain't that important. Not to to me, at least. That seems like, like, like torture. Threw it 40 times. Holy flying fuck, dude. That that man is a monster.
1: Three picks for Jameis. Uh, One of them went back to the house. He is the king at throwing pick sixes as well. Um, The Tampa Bay defense looked pretty unstoppable today. Didn't have Alvin Kamara in New Orleans, so that kind of hurts a little bit as well for sure. But Tampa looked pretty... Uh, beatable, pretty, pretty human out there down to earth, Tom Brady, one of his worst games, I would say in Tampa in a while, 18 of 34, 190 yards, a touchdown, no picks. We, the biggest headline of this game, the ejections that came with it, Mike Evans standing up for Tom Brady, punching out Marshawn Lattimore. They're both getting tossed. They have a history. If you don't remember This is not the first time those two have fought in a game and both have been ejected for these similar actions. I think suspensions are going to be apparent now coming through this. That's what the reports are, at least.
0: 100%. Also, I wouldn't even know that's the biggest part, the biggest story in this game. Uh, The biggest story came at the beginning, which uh, we're not going to talk too much about it now, but be listening to Down the Wire on Thursday when we talk about the veterans day off for a uh, fucking Tom Brady. Now
1: next commanders taking on our Detroit football lions and a huge win for Detroit. And when they take down the newly formed commanders, I'm in Ross St. Brown man. I mean, where is he coming up from now? This is an insane stretch of games for the wide receiver in the blue right now. Dan Campbell's got to be pretty happy with what he's got working right now. Jared Goff looks pretty comfortable in a Lions uniform right here. How excited are you for the Lions right now? I'm in Ross St. Brown, nine catches, 116 yards two touchdowns had the big run too today that was 58 yards so uh, you know you account for the rushing total and the yards total he's approaching 180 yards on the ground or all together from scrimmage are you excited if you're from Detroit right I'm now i'm so
0: excited i want you to hit the gritty right now
1: i can't do the gritty Bruh. i'll i'll get a cameo of aiden hutchinson doing the gritty for you
0: can you what what's the like the the gritty music
1: i don't know if there is gritty what, music but
0: i'm saying like what's the grittiest music oh god <laughs> play it right now <phone rings> sorry
1: seattle and san francisco they meet up in san fran and the geno smith Clock strikes midnight a little bit. Uh, No touchdowns on offense for Seattle today. The block kick coming in the second quarter, I believe now. I just totally made that up when the quarter had happened. But (laughs) I'm going to say then. That was the only action Seattle saw all day. Big story, though, coming from this. Trey Lance, ankle injury requiring surgery. Going to be out for the entire season. That's the backup alarm.
0: Because we got Jimmy G, baby. I feel Woo! like I feel like we should
1: have been doing this for Trey Lance now at this point. Because now it's going to look like in the stat books, Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback all year long for San Francisco. He's going to play 16 games. You know, it's going to look pretty normal in his book. Good for them not to trade him to Dallas and get a little too antsy or something I right there, right?
0: bet money that Jimmy G was getting traded. I would have bet money that he was gone by the end of the week. Wow. Good thing Absolutely they didn't insane.
1: Not gonna be able to happen. And he looked pretty good. Um a little more little more faith in the team it looks like too when Jimmy G is in there. I get it, Seattle, not the team that we're all expecting, had a great Fire-powered win against Denver last week. In San Francisco, they finally get some elements that they can handle not having to play in the shittiness of Soldier Field.
0: Um, also, too, I, I need to uh, let everyone know the Wildcat formation does not work anymore. And you had just the most evident play from Seattle trying to do a a fucking Wildcat handoff pass that couldn't get anywhere on top of that, it being in the fucking red zone. Stupid. So fucking stupid.
1: Moving south of California's Bay Area to LA. The Rams take on the Falcons at SoFi Stadium and... Falcons were trying to do a little bit of a reverse comeback action like they do to themselves all the time.
0: Yeah, but in typical Falcons fashion, they didn't complete it. Yeah,
1: they blew it. They blew it. <laughs> and Marcus Mariota, he's just oof, so painful to watch because he, he seems like he can constantly gets you, you know, all right, we got a couple of nice plays working in here and here. We're there, four or five rattle off in a row. and like, what the hell was that out of nowhere? That's how he plays football all the time. Cooper Cup is just never going to have a bad game ever again in the history of the NFL. It's insane what he does every week, and you can almost guarantee that it's going to happen I don't know if the Rams, though, feel all too great about this, especially with the ending. I know they were way far ahead, and it kind of was out of reach, so there wasn't really much, and you just want to win in the NFL. There's flaws. There's flaws in this team, for sure, that we didn't know were there.
0: Do you know what the score was when um, the Falcons started to make their comeback?
1: Was it 28-3?
0: It was 28-3. Fucking awesome
1: it's just every week there's something with this score that we can we can make up
0: and and I got more uh for for later on but um yeah this is pretty crazy Uh, I'll I'll give some kudos to the Rams they scored three times off of three big mistakes by the Falcons you had a, a missed field goal to a failed fourth down to a Mariota interception like way to go Good on you. Matt Stafford looked a little bit better, though. So, also way way to go for him, too.
1: And this Kyle Pitts drafted fourth overall experiment right now is not looking great for Atlanta. Four catches, 38 yards, no touchdowns. Remember, he only had one last year, too. So
0: You know what, though? I'm going to put the blame on Mariota. We knew Mariota was going to be that guy for uh, Atlanta and Should have drafted
1: Justin Fields then, I guess, right?
0: eh, Well, no, because like I said, Kyle Pitts is still the good talent. I think he is worth it. Um, Just has to be – has to have someone else to kind of throw to him because Mariota's is just not going to be making those throws anymore.
1: One of the – other comebacks we saw this week Arizona at Vegas. They were in that nice new Allegiant Stadium. All the great Vegas wonders. The Aces just won the WNBA championship today. Mark Davis was in attendance at that, not the Raiders game, because he owns that team as well. And it seemed like he was sitting pretty comfortable. Raiders were up 20 to nothing at one point in this game. And Kyler Murray shutting up the haters, a big fuck you from him today, leading the charge back. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dave, he had some of the most electric plays of the day right now.
0: I mean, that's that's a Kyler Murray sp- uh, special, right? He's going to have games where he looks like, like he did today, uh, a fucking boss and kind of a cheat code. And uh, then he's going to have games where he looked like last week In which you want to scratch your eyes out Because, holy shit, his play is terrible
1: When he's moving around in the pocket He is the best option in the NFL for that I might say that right now When he's scrambling on the run Either him or Patrick Mahomes Because Mahomes has the mix of speed But such a great arm But Kyler Murray almost plays like a running back Who's able to throw the football He's... Gritty, he's got the hard nose, he can move. It doesn't matter. He ran 85 yards on a two-point conversion today because he was scrambling around so much, able to find his way in to make a 15 to 23. And then the big pop-out, the fumble from Isaiah Simmons today. Byron Murphy picks it up, gets the game to overtime, and win it on a walk-off scoop and score. Vegas 0-2 now. Arizona they're one and
0: one is uh is Vegas going to be able to recover from this oh and two you know what the statistics say when when a team starts zero and two man
1: well and on top of that Devontae Adams definitely a step back today not the usual Devontae Adams we're used to seeing uh he goes and has two catches for 12 yards did have a touchdown but it was a can you stinky little goal line? Touchdown. Can you get
0: the uh the sound effect of uh the prices right when they get something like when they fail and it's like the Houston,
1: we have a problem. Davis Mills is your quarterback, and you guys can't win football games. And you guys go into Denver and they lose 9-16. to Russell Wilson, though, it's definitely growing pains there in Denver. And Nathaniel Hackett is not going over well with people right now. Dude,
0: Nathaniel Hackett is a fucking liability. He is bad, dude. He is fucking terrible. Russell Wilson and
1: this team has so many weapons and for a team like Houston to play you this close, my scenario in which they're at the bottom of this division, I see that more plausible still. I think Vegas is a better team right now than this Denver team and unfortunately Vegas is 0-2 and Denver's 1-1. Now, where do you go from here if you're Denver? You've had two games where your offense doesn't look great, doesn't look in sync. There's just drops in the middle of the field. There was a really nice ball. Wilson threw to Cortland Sutton that just was ripped away by Christian Kirksey at the, near the end of this. I get it. You guys kind of figure it out, and the defense holds up true. But I don't think you're very happy right now if you're Denver after these first two weeks. Even though you're sitting at 1-1, and you kind of feel happy about that.
0: What's the chances that Nathaniel Hackett gets the axe?
1: Not this year. uh, That's not possible. Not this year.
0: Hey, look. There's a big bug on the wall. Holy shit. That's smushy. Bro, it is crawling. Kill that fucker! Yeah. uh, What's the chances that Nathaniel Hackett gets the axe because... Holy shit. They'll have to he's... call him
1: Nathaniel Hatchet then.
0: Ooh, I, I have a better name for him, but I'm saving it for the final recap because uh, it's it's really just too perfect, too apropos. Uh dude can't cut it as a fucking it Seems like he's
1: doing too much. Just doing too much. Go out there I and don't... play football. Go out there and win games, okay? That's what that's
0: what you gotta I, do. I think Russell Wilson needs to kind of flex some diva. And take over this team a little bit. Because, like, this is a first-time head coach, right? He needs to, Russell Wilson needs to guide a Hackett a little bit, at least, to some type of success. And maybe that's what Russell Wilson's fault, because he's had Pete Carroll, and that guy is definitely a coach, right? And especially when he was in his prime, that dude knew how to lead an offense, to lead a defense, lead a team. So, I, I think it's Wilson's turn to kind of step up and take that leadership role.
1: We'll see. We'll see it. Moving into our next backup quarterback alert. Cooper Rush.
0: Ooh, baby.
1: Undefeated Cooper Rush, by he's, the way.
0: He's kind of legit.
1: 2-0 now as a starter. He takes down the defending AFC representatives in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow and the Bengals move to 0-2 now. They fall 17-20 to to Dallas. And Cooper Rush gets the job done. I think right now you got to be really worried in Cincinnati because – they have some injury issues. The offensive line does not look like their moves paid off right now, these first two yeah. weeks. Joe Burrow is running for his life as he sits behind in the pocket to try to pass the ball. I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous officially for Cincinnati right now. I would be a little nervous as yeah, a Bagels fan. Yeah, this is fan.
0: another game that we did not nail. <laughs> like – we were so convinced. To be fair, Cincinnati... for the
1: memes, I almost took Dallas, I think, because I was Cooper Rush memeing it. But I would have never thought actually he'd win. I now have a little bit of faith in Cooper Rush. A uh, little bit.
0: I mean, are you sure his name's not Cooper Manning? Because, like, <laughs> I realize Cooper Manning's, like, the worst of the punch. But due to... Uh... Dude is making some solid throws, man. And he looks
1: comfortable. He looks comfortable there. And, you know, when you're playing in Dallas, you're going to have the great protection, the great O-line. They weren't doing anything too fancy with him there. We'll see how they open the offense up. It's Mike McCarthy. That could have just been the offense he was going to call no matter what during the game Mike anyway. Mike
0: McCarthy's career is saved? Uh,
1: by Cooper Rush? <laughs> yeah, it, maybe. I
0: mean, yeah. Look, Mike McCarthy has not had... Dak Prescott at all during his tenure I mean I feel like we're just talking about which coach is going to get fired this week because there's just so much surprise across this entire week of the NFL
1: I mean before last year Zach Taylor does not have a very good resume in Cincinnati as you might yeah, know still doesn't And <laughs> now with this loss here Joe Burrowman uh, you, you were pretty cool last year. Let's see how you can figure it out now against Dallas. Micah Parsons, dude, he's the steal of that draft already. I I, I realize he was like the 11th or something pick, and it wasn't that low. But remember, he fell a little bit, and that just shouldn't have happened. That guy's a beast.
0: I, I'll give uh, Cincinnati credit because they are keeping these games close, and I, I have a feeling they're going to be something like the Vikings were last year, mm, right? okay. I like were, that. Where like all their losses are down by what is it like three points or less, seven like
1: or that? less, a possession or less, something. Yeah, yeah I can see that.
0: Crazy like that, and it, it has, it has the makings of that. Like man, Cincinnati could have been there if one thing goes their way. And that's
1: gonna bring us to Sunday night football Sunday
0: Sunday Sunday
1: Na <laughs> 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 Green Bay We're not worried. Relax. R E L A X Relax. Packers Take down the Bears. It was scary for a second. Yeah. Just a second. No. And they win pretty convincingly. 27 to 10. Thank God we got to play the Bears after last week because that just seems like a gift from the NFL schedule gods, right Especially
0: there. Especially coming up because we got a we got a Brady sighting in like the very near future.
1: This was a game that was gonna be pretty big for Green Bay. As far as where do we go from here? Last week coming out really flat. We saw that last year in week one. And they they did very well today. They played pretty well after the first quarter. Defense looked really solid. Aaron Rodgers seemed to be in tune. They said, fuck the rookie wide receivers today. That was not the mission. They were not going to let those guys develop anyway. It wasn't a learning period anymore. Well,
0: Dubs, uh, Dobbs had a uh, catch for like 20 yards which was good. Right, but did and, you did you
1: see Sammy Watkins today?
0: Sammy Watkins is back.
1: Is Sammy Watkins <laughs> Clemson here. Sammy Watkins now yeah, all like, over again? Yeah,
0: he's just here, dude. That's nuts. This was obviously the
1: Aaron Jones game, though. And you know what? This is
0: what we needed to see.
1: This is something we see pretty much every year. We have a game where Aaron Jones takes over because he is he's in that weird tier of running back in the NFL, right? I wouldn't call him elite by any means maybe he's not even quite the
0: shade outside of elite i
1: think you think he's in that second tier of running back
0: personally yeah do you think what he's third tier
1: yeah i would say it's close so when you're at the top and you're looking at it and it's jonathan taylor and derrick henry above the rest i would say maybe nick chubb can sneak into that category up there as well too yeah, yeah. and then when you get to the second tier, you got like your Dalvin Cooks, uh, your Christian McCaffrey when healthy. Maybe I don't know how you feel about that. I I mean Aaron Jones maybe is up there. I just don't think he's as good as Dalvin Cook with the way. And that's that that where it scares me with
0: him. with the way that Aaron Jones is able to be a weapon in the receiving game. You look at him as a whole, and to me, that man's a threat. Dude, what what was his uh, overall? uh like slash line by the end of it. Was he like 189 total yards?
1: By the end of this thing, Aaron Jones had a whopping 132 yards on the ground and 38 yards through the air. Had a touchdown uh receiving so and rushing. Yeah, it right on the dot. And the re- the receiving touchdown was one of those cheeky like toss passes like you just saw there to Christian Watson on that replay. Uh, you, you just like flip it out to him and it was counted as a passing touchdown. He, one of the easier passing touchdowns Aaron Rodgers will get
0: in his career. We've been seeing a lot of these uh, quirky plays from Matt LaFleur. And you know that's not something Aaron Rodgers is calling. I like seeing that. That uh, gives me hope that Rodgers is listening to LaFleur, which is what they should be doing, man.
1: Well, and I told you that this team is a running football team and they don't know it. And today they embrace that identity and I think that's what they saw with the Bears. They felt the Bears were an inferior opponent today and Which that they are. for sure forever. They can forever and always. They can pound the ball and just move the ball down the field. It's all you got to do continue to get them to run. I love watching Aaron Jones hit the outside cuz he does seem to run on an angle like no one else in the NFL. He just Binds and twists all around. AJ Dillon looks pretty solid. I mean, it wasn't his game necessarily. He did get the ball more, uh, at more rushing attempts at least than a uh, Aaron Jones today. I Elton Jenkins and Alan Lazard come back. I still am a little nervous about the protection with Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah,
0: he got pressured a couple times today nervous Eh, I'm I'm not I think honestly I feel good as long as Elton Jenkins is there that's my guy
1: yeah we need one of those tackles to play for sure Randall Cobb he had a couple of big catches today that I was pretty impressed with Lazard gets the touchdown as well Christian Watson really didn't get anything moving today nothing in the works too much but like I said this was all Aaron Jones dominating today And the Bears, we'll talk about them for a little bit, I guess, too, on this. Justin Fields, I mean, he only throws the ball seven times today. (laughs) Or he only completes seven passes, throws the ball 11 times today. 70 yards. I mean, that's,
0: Uh, this
1: is like a Josh Rosen stat line they got showing here. Seven for 11, 70 yards, one interception.
0: Yeah, dude, the, the Packers gashed the Bears today. There's nothing more that needs to be said. Okay, it's that time. Let's go through the studs and duds of the week. Tom, you got a stud? Uh, I
1: do. I have two studs because I'm giving it a duo stud award, and that's Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell today. They were they were insane. I'm 22 catches, over 300 yards today, uh, 170 and 190 respectfully from both of them. If they can do that in Miami and add that level of fear on both sides of the ball, not on offense and defense, but both sides of Tua, that's going to be pretty hard to stop. And there's not going to be a faster duo, I think, at the receiver position right now in the NFL. And right now, they look like they can score whenever they want with that offense.
0: I dig it. I dig it. For me, I'm actually going to throw it out to Cooper Rush, man. The amount of pressure that has to be on you after losing what people deem to be a franchise-level quarterback in Dak Prescott. And to go out there and throw 235 yards and a touchdown and beat... The Cincinnati Bengals, the team that represented the AFC last season in the uh, Super Bowl, that's pretty rad. That's some fuck fucking like, that's some big bald shit. That's the stuff we want to see out of Evan McPherson, mm. right? Instead, we get it in goddamn Cooper Rush. Yeah. Yeah, let me hear everyone get that Cooper Rush love and the backup alarm. All right, moving into duds. Duds of the week. Dave, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take a weird approach with this. I am going to dud Zach Wilson. Mm. I like what you said that Joe Flacco is better than Zach Wilson. I, you know, I've I've agreed with that statement. I probably have said that statement a year ago uh, when they – or, sorry, I guess a year and a half when they drafted him. But – I don't think Zach Wilson wins that game mm. at all. Definitely not leads a comeback. And the I think the writing is kind of on the wall at this point. Zach Wilson is not the guy. He is going to get the Josh Rosen treatment. Another callback from you earlier. So I am going to dud the hell out of Zach Wilson.
1: Okay, okay. My dud of the week is going to be the Seattle Seahawks and the entire team uh, the entire team because they had a lot of hype last week and maybe a little bit of faith as well this is a team that sh- surprised i was going to say because of sock, shocked surprised. shocked and surprised at the same time most with a big win in seattle mind you over denver Now you can't even get a touchdown on offense this week. Uh, Colts, you were really close. You were, but I expected that from the Colts. I think a lot of people were a little excited about Seattle, at least.
0: I dig it. All right, Tom, hit hit the woo, and let's get to the final recap.
1: Defense, the reason why Kansas City gets so much help this week. They take down the Chargers, 27-24.
0: Patty put away LA and poured one out for my homies.
1: Coaching battle of the week in Pittsburgh. Bill Belichick taking on Mike Tomlin. They win it 17-14, Mac Daddy Jones.
0: Mitch Trubisky, more like Mitch Trubitsky.
1: Brian Day Balls of Steel takes down Baker Mayfield in their project, they win it 19-16.
0: I think it's time to say this is Daniel Tiger's neighborhood.
1: Big comeback for Joe Flacco. New number, same Joe. He wins it 14 points in the last minute, 31. 30 over Cleveland.
0: J-E-T-S. Yes, yes, yes.
1: The biggest upset of the week. Matt Ryan looks a little bit like Ben Roethlisberger last year. They lose to Jacksonville 24 20 zero the Jags game of the week so far this week absolutely we saw Lamar Jackson in his bag but Tua six touchdowns they win it 42
0: 38 Tua's the real franchise quarterback come at me Lamar
1: Jameis Winston looks like Jameis Winston but Tom Brady kind of looks like Jameis Winston they still win it 20-10.
0: the Saints knew they were in a crunch gave a big win to the Tom Brady bunch
1: the Detroit football Lions they come out Firing against the Washington Commanders Jared Goff and Almanra St. Brown New connection They win at 36-27
0: In Detroit, if you have GRIT You're bound to get WINS
1: Trey Lance, biggest injury of the week He's done for the year Jimmy G fills back in like he never left They take down the Seattle 27-7
0: Trey Lance out for the season So the 49ers got their Jimmy G spot
1: Rams, 31 Falcons, 27. Cooper Cup, beast.
0: The Falcons had the only comeback story that didn't have a happy ending.
1: Play of the week this week, the walk-off fumble. They get the 20-point comeback on the Raiders. Cardinals take down 29-23.
0: The Cardinals got sent to the gulag, but came back to the war zone and became victorious.
1: Texans, Broncos, not a lot to say. Broncos win 16-9.
0: No joke, Nathaniel Hackett almost gave this to the Texans. Hashtag Nathaniel Hack job.
1: Don't Cooper rush this. They got the Bengals
0: 2017. The Legion of Doom is in Dallas, and all you can say is what a Cooper rush. R E L A X. Packers take
1: down Bears 27 10, Sunday night.
0: Just as I say to Brendan Fraser, the Bears still call men named Aaron daddy.
1: All right, there it is. Week two of the NFL season in the books and whoo there's a lot going on and there's a lot to figure out still i think i don't
0: think my fucking heart can handle this man There was just so much shit going down this week
1: so much good football though so many great games to go in and peek at and a lot of things to look at for the future
0: too uh any bets as to who's the next quarterback to go down with an injury
1: oh i don't want to do that i don't want to be the guy that Puts that out there. I will. Boom.
0: Carson Wentz.
1: Wow, dude. (laughs) What team do you think needs to be the most worried right now and the team that should feel the best about their 2 0 start?
0: Oh, shit. Uh, Team that, well, team that feels the best about their 2 0 start is 100% the Giants. I mean, wow. Wow. I can't even believe that that team went two two and oh, like what, what the fuck is that? Um, yeah. So congrats to them. Team that is like the most worried though. It's I, I know, I know they didn't have like any sort of major injuries, but the Colts should be running away with this division and they're dead last. That's
1: a good one. That's a good one. I think so for sure. I'm going to say that the team that should feel the best about their two and zero start though. I think Kansas city, there was a lot of people doubting Kansas city going into this year as maybe they might take a step back in the division right now, but they go up against two pretty solid teams in, uh, I almost said Phoenix for some reason, Arizona. And I almost said San Diego shit, Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) You're just
0: all types are wrong. Uh,
1: but the chiefs looked pretty good in their games and their defense to bail them out like that on Thursday night. Maybe bang up Justin Herbert a little bit. This could be pretty nice for the Chiefs, starting two and zero. And then I already said it earlier. I think the most worrisome zero and two has to be Cincinnati. The team does not look the same yeah. as last year, and they thought they got better on the offensive line side. It does not look like that right now for Joe Burrow.
0: Not. Burnett. Now let's uh, let's give the the bad news. Um... We we called another rough one.
1: Dude, this is impossible to call the beginning of the season. It's impossible at this point.
0: So yet again, I won the week and yet again I went seven and eight and you went six and nine. Mm, nice. Nice. Honestly, if you go six and nine every fucking week. I, I will, should win by default I will I will gladly gift you anything in this house okay fair enough anything you want including my girlfriend like go ahead take whatever you want
1: for six and nine every week if you go six and
0: nine every week yes
1: alright respect
0: okay Um, it's not happening but... no I don't think so <laughs> uh, we again
1: I'm also not trying to <laughs> that's
0: fair uh, we again just bomb the 21 point but I don't no, if we had any this, week. oh yeah, well, Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars, yeah, yeah, I, you that would have been the
1: only one to pick. You would have had to pick the Jaguars to beat the Colts. By to be fair, points. to be fair, there's I think been a twenty one pointer every single week we've tried to do this though, right? Yes. So there is one game you can pick every week so oh, far. Uh,
0: no, I think we did have one where where there was none. I
1: mean. I think it, it was it, like towards the end of the it season. It serves pretty well to have one game be a 21 point blowout. It's not easy to pick, as you can see.
0: So, uh, right now, I am 14, 16, and one. And uh, you are 12 and 18 and one. Ugh. All right. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just going to drop that one because that's going to be a real pain in the ass all season long. But... Shit.
1: We'll probably get another one by the end of it. It'll be two at some point. We we had a couple games go. We had a game going to overtime this week again too. Um, and Arizona and it got close. Yeah, Arizona man. I I really liked what they did today. I was really impressed with Kyler Murray and his ability to just make plays today.
0: Cod point Kyler Murray, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean it wasn't double XP weekend. He was fully locked in on the game right now. The new one's not out yet, so I meant the football game, not the new Call of Duty. Don't, so
0: new football game.
1: I think that. That's a, that's one that needs to feel pretty good about this. And if any 0-2 team should not be worried, I would say Vegas is the team near the top of that list. You blew that one today, but you knew you had them in full control, and then you had a tough one last week against the Chargers as well. So I, I like. I still think Vegas is the 0-2 team that can be holding their head a little bit higher than the rest.
0: Uh, the only one that I think is fine uh, is... Like, I i mean, I know they're not 0-2, but the Texans are basically 0-2.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: And you know what? They should be happy that they tied a fucking game.
1: Yeah, at this that's point. Going
0: to be their, that's going to count as a win by the end, just as a mercy play.
1: It might make them finish above the Colts by the end of the season. Though. Dun, dun, dun-dun! We don't know. We'll have to see. All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up here now on this edition of the no cap recap. If you guys had a good time, be sure to check us out wherever you guys get your podcasts. Don't forget, tune into down the wires every Friday. Thank you guys for tuning in to the no cap recap and we weren't capping.
0: Girls want to tie a kid down And keep me around But I would never change I'm a dog